Trash. Trash. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Chris Peapod Dare, Dar, Dahar, Daher, Daher, Daher. We're going with Chris Peapod Daher. <laughs> he goes by Peapod. Uh, Peapod it, it has a great podcast called The On The Radar Podcast, which you can find a link to uh, his Facebook and stuff in the show notes. Um, so go check that out. He uh, he comes from the broadcasting world. He is a DJ or, or was a DJ. I, I mean, I think he's still doing DJ kind of thing, but it's more like he's just doing the podcast thing. Anyways, I'm rambling. You'll hear all about that. What I want you to do right now is go and 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 go go to rainamystique.com. R E I N A M Y S T I Q U E dot com. Check out the new album 1018, which is available now on iTunes, Title, Spotify, Google Play, the YouTube's, and uh, physical copies are available at rainmystique.com as well so you can do all that go check that out uh, i wrote a few songs on that album and uh, we're both pretty proud of it so check that out you can also write the show at we speak english good at gmail.com and check out the non barren wasteland that is my we speak english good.net which my lovely wife has crafted into a a beautiful scrollable uh uh, just very, just very nicely packaged website. I actually had some people that I was talking about the website too over last weekend, and and I, I just watching them interact with it was really cool because they just sort of scrolled through it on their phone. They're just looking at all the videos and stuff, and, and I got to watch that, and and uh, it, it, it you could tell that it was like an appealing thing that they were doing they're looking through it smiling like like just clicking on stuff i i really i i like that that's amazing and it's um it's completely different from what it was so go check that out we speak english good.net um leave a review on itunes uh or or, or or share the podcast or tell your friend about it how about this why don't you tell your mom about it and then play an episode where i talk about shooting up with dirty needles how about that <laughs> So let's get over to Chris Peapod to her. And, uh, and uh, of course, you can check out Chris or Peapod's podcast on the radar podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, let's go over there. Let's talk to him now. Turn off, do not disturb. Okay. That's a good idea. <laughs> I Vibrate, do not disturb. Well, do not disturb has been like my best friend. When I when I like discovered it, I was just like, oh man, I don't have any, you know, beeps or boops or whatever. Yeah. So no, no, it's great because because it's not like the rude send them the send them to right. voicemail. Yeah. And it's also not like I don't have to hear that ring all the way out until right. It's, it's time to go. 
I've never even thought about doing it in regards to this because my phone's always going off. Right. I tried to silence it. Right. But it's never occurred to me until right now to put the fucking thing on. Do well, not I put I put it on just I put it on do not disturb when I go to sleep. So mm-hmm. like the only time That's I will hear I hear it it was if someone actually calls me. Yeah. Which is, is a rarity. So. <laughs> right. No one calls. No. Yeah. No so no, I'm, I'm good. So it's just really just like I won't see text messages or messages or notifications or anything like that. So. Is, is it good? is this good? Is this like good? Uh, we're good. good like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Cool. We're going. By cool. the way. Just oh, good. So red. Um, the, it, it, it was funny because I mentioned to you earlier when we were texting back before that I really appreciated your follow up. Yeah. Because and you can tell that you're someone who schedules people themselves because this is the type of thing you gotta do. It's like, um, it's like I'll hit you up a couple of days beforehand, then you mm-hmm. hit them up, and then the day of, and. When I don't do that, I notice that I throw people off. When you we're like, hey, if you wait till the last day, right? I'll notice that people are just like, oh yeah, oh shit, you know. So no, that's the biggest thing. It's because I'm I'm a I'm a stickler for time anyway. Yeah. And and then on top of that, I I like to I'm very detail detail oriented and to make sure like everything is like on pace and everything. So when booking guests or you know doing interviews because going working in both you know the radio industry and then doing podcasting as more of a you know side project you know pet project whatever you want to call it you know you have to be professional and you have to be on it with everyone especially musicians (laughs) oh god especially musicians i love musicians i love music i love artistic people but you have to like get on it you have to get on it so that's the biggest thing there musicians like are are some of the like, like there are adults that that just can't handle anything themselves. <laughs> They're just like, I just can't do that. Especially like front people. I, I'm making sweeping generalizations. Just but. sweeping generalizations. <laughs> but start off the gate, just <laughs> sweeping everything. Which is. Just All like, musicians. No. They're just these helpless adults just wallowing around in their diapies. Um, well, there's always trying to there's, find the next gig. There's Whoever. always there's always the band dad or the band yeah. mom. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, um. There's always the one person that keeps everything situated, and then you know, I I I dabbled in band managing a little bit for a couple of for like a few years ago for about a year. It wasn't for me. Um, and just like I got busier with my all my projects and all my work and everything, so I mean it, it was cool, and I was trying to get you know other bands, you know another platform to do their thing and, uh, and get them more gigs and shows and everything. But it was hard because you know you hit up Detroit, you hit up you know you know Cleveland, you hit up these places with these bands that are you know somewhat active on social media or somewhat have like an EP or albums out or they have multiple albums out and, and they're not getting much you know love for it, so. It was hard to get other people getting excited for what you can, and um, it just ended up. I just you know ended up just kind of fading away, or like um, just saying, "Hey, I can't. I don't think I can do this anymore." Or you know, let's break away, or whatever. Or bands. Uh, one of the bands actually broke up, and uh, and everything. Not because of me. It's just because they, they <laughs> like I couldn't because I yeah they it was called, all my fault. They called you Peapod. You fucked up. Peapod. You fucked up. <laughs> You promise us the world. Well, here's here's the thing, because I, I think like certain aspects, people think because I work in radio, but my time in radio 
is different than it was a few years ago, mm-hmm. and people don't actually understand that. Like a lot of people don't know the under the 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 inner workings of radio because it's just not a guy in a studio playing pressing buttons and not responding to your phone call or not putting that song you requested in 15 minutes ago. It's yeah. more than that. There's more moving pieces. There's more departments behind the scenes, and I moved to more uh, behind the scenes two years ago after 100.7 The Zone. Uh, uh, was taken away. Was that a local station? This, okay, so um, so a little brief history. Yeah, I just moved uh, back. Yeah, I know you just moved back to the area. So okay, so do you remember? Um, okay, let me let me let me preface the question with another question. Please, I love it. Yeah, let's let's go let's go back. Let's go down the the well, radio. I wanted to do that anyway. Okay, but. so do you remember? Um, you're from here, right? Yes. Or were you originally from here? Uh, I, I'm originally from Adrian, Michigan. From Adrian, and I Michigan. Came okay. up here when I was around 12. But the area okay. I've been here. Do you remember a radio station called 1065 The Zone? The Zone. No, I remember Buzz. Okay. Okay. Buzz 1065. Okay. That's a good starting part. Uh, the Buzz 1065 was was the station. And then later on, it was changed to like Rock 106. Mm. Um, and then it was later on changed to 1065 The Zone, which was like an alternative rock station. Like it was alternative and like some like mainstream rock stations. And that was a very popular station. That's what I got into when I got into college because I'm originally from Akron, Ohio. Okay. And I moved and I came to college uh, in the fall of 2004. And that was the radio station that I really loved and I really enjoyed and I liked the music and I loved the personalities and everything. And it's owned by Cumulus Media, which is one of the p- top two corporate radio entities in the nation. Um, so in Toledo, 106.5 The Zone went for a good long while and then one day they decided that, hey, we should do sports <laughs> on FM. And if you're into sports, that's cool because it was on an AM station. Usually AM stations at the time were mostly either getting phased out for talk or like is Radio Disney still a thing? I know I remember that <laughs> briefly so in the like late nineties, early two thousands. I don't even remember. Fuck, you know what? That is like almost sort of familiar. It's like one of those things that pings right. a flag right. in your head and you're just like, like Oh, I get it. I something's tingling. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um um and so uh, 106, they decided to take 106.5 The Zone off air, replace it with sports, um, and, and just a little behind the scenes. So big, the biggest argument was that you know sports is easier to sell, and also they wanted to try to get Tigers on FM in Toledo, Ohio. Uh-huh. Like you can hear the Tigers on 97.1 The Ticket in Detroit, mm-hmm. um, but you couldn't hear it in Toledo. And since Toledo is more or less, some could call Little Detroit. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> um, people. There's big, you know, Detroit Tigers fans, and they yeah. wanted to get Tigers here. But there's like a small station in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, Ohio, that actually has the FM rights. That is just on the cusp of the broadcasting signal that Toledo can't legally get it <laughs> because it's uh, like because uh, with radio stations you have to be so far apart. Your your ranges where your radio towers are set up at they're so they can only be so far apart mm. legally wow. because if it gets if it interrupts another broadcast that's major fines from the FCC. Gotcha. So this station in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, Ohio, has the rights to the Tigers on FM that is on the cusp of 106.5 the tickets uh, range oh. and we can't get the FM Tigers so they got rid of a great station in my opinion and this is all just like my personal opinion like whatever the reflection of what I said is not a reflection of the company or anything like that but this is mine my personal opinion um, it, it, they they took a great station off air and then they brought it back on a lower wattage 
at 100.7 FM that only had like the signal strength of like within Toledo city limits. Uh, like you would go down to Bowling Green and right outside Bowling Green, like the signal will cut out. Wow. That's how straight it was. It was bad. <laughs> and I jumped onto that station uh, after doing like weekends and like more behind the scenes, like setting up for like live broadcasts and like running the soundboards for events and everything. And I was on that station for about close to three years and then they took it off air again. Um, because they just they couldn't sell it because a lot of salespeople and they couldn't get a lot of money out of it because a the signal strength and b when people think alternative rock or alternative music it's not like grunge it's not the 90s anymore so a lot of people uh, like couldn't sell the station and everything like that um, but yeah to get to the main focal point and the, we'll, we're going to be doing this a lot by the way <laughs> is is like we're going to go on tangents we're all going to come back to the center. <laughs> It'll come back point. eventually. It'll right? come back. Yeah. We'll come back. Follow us. Follow us down the rabbit hole. I love it. So I was I, I did like most of like that's why I was like somewhat quote unquote I'm doing air quotes here. Known? I don't I don't I wouldn't say like I have a friend who absolutely adores me, but I think she likes <laughs> me as this is one of my best friends, but like um like she she keeps calling me like a celebrity, and I always correct her. I was just like, I'm not a celebrity, but I'm like at that point now where I'm just like, okay, like people kind of know me, so mm. yeah, I mean like in the area, so that's rad. And I'm trying to get myself more out there with the on the radar podcast and everything, um, and and bemoan. And I decided to just still use the Peapod nickname because people know that 95 percent of the people in this town know me. And when I introduce myself, I call myself that on interviews and things like that, and that's fine because I'll go by Chris, I'll go by Peapod or whatever. Just don't call me late for dinner. Hey, oh, here we go. Woo, there we go. <laughs> He's tossing them. Yes. Um, you are correct, sir. Um, oh, here we go. Um, we're going. Hey, we're going. Hey, oh. Is, uh, is drunk right now. Anyway, sorry. Um, so that that's why like I was kind of like known. And I think some people thought that, you know, because I was working in the radio industry, that I would like have ins with record labels and everything. Mm-hmm. It's not that anymore. It's it's not. Radio is so corporatized and it's all about selling and it's all about it's no longer about the music. It's like the music's just a tool. Yeah. It's a commercial space and music just happens to be there. Yeah. And I think that's because of the corporatization of radio. That's how it happened. That's why a lot of people are now still and like how people listen to music nowadays. Mm. While radio is still like a main factor, they've done studies and things like that of like radio is still a main focal point of people how people get their music. You know, it's so or easy. Or their emergency alerts. Yeah, or that. Yes, uh, but their um, the or their weather or, or their, their <laughs> or their wacky morning show <laughs> that hasn't improved themselves since the nineties. Hey, Peapod here in hot, the morning. Is that, a, is that a hot take? I did. I did mornings. I did mornings for did, about did nine months. Did you go? Hey, it's Peapod here. <laughs> no, but I did call Peapod in the morning, and I really enjoyed it. I no, I did. It was no, no, I'm not shit talking. No, 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 no that's fine. No, I loved. It. I missed it. I missed yeah. being like live on air. Wait, was it was it like a wacky type of thing? No, no, it was um what I did, my morning show what I did, wacky. and this was uh it was it was wacky. Well, everything's <laughs> wacky with me. It was the Oh, uh, it was the f- uh, I want to say it was 26 2017. We're in 2019. 20. So 2016, it's 2016, uh, like the f- New Year's Day, like halfway hungover, I'm at my wife's work, like eating, because she works at like a Dirty Spoon Diner, um, it's not what it's called, whatever, but, um, and, uh, you know, I'm eating my eggs and I get a phone call and they're like, hey, Monday morning, because New Year's Day that, that year was uh, um, was on a Friday, I go, Monday morning, you're going to be on air mornings, and I go, 
uh, what? <laughs> like, I had no idea what to do. So what I did was, my morning show focused on, like, it was music. I played a lot of music, and I just, like, talked a little bit more about things. And then I had, like, kind of a couple of segments. But I, my biggest thing was incorporating, since the signal strength was not big enough, mm. I wanted to focus in on us on Toledo yeah. on you know what this you know all the underground the the music scene the the great men and women that that make the city excuse me uh make this you can edit that out you uh yeah. you, or not or <laughs> whatever it's disgusting <laughs> that's okay. no that's that's my right. outro the beginning of my outro of my last podcast i just right. released today the outro goes bah! it was like the most violent and like aggressive burp but please i'm sorry right. no Keep that's going. fine that's fine and um I, I concentrated on what this city is because I love the city. You know, I consider the city more of a home than Akron, Ohio, where I'm from. Mm. You know, that that this is this is my home. So I wanted to concentrate and focus on that because all the rest of the morning shows had are on bigger signal strength and everything. But it's all people who, no offense to any of them, were out of touch. They they've done radio for decades and they're just like not excited about things. And I did things that like I brought in, you know, people from local TV shows. I did a, like a nerd hour talking about nerd things. I brought in local bands. I brought in traveling bands. I worked with a couple of the um, uh, you know, a couple of booking companies locally who were getting acts that are like, yeah, they're coming to town. This will finish station. You want to bring them on? And I go, yeah. whatever. Yeah, sure. because like everybody was turning a blind eye to the zone because. We were low signal strength and didn't care. And then we were just like extra padding. So I got to pull off like so much shit on radio <laughs> that like it was gotten to the point when it had gone away. Like I realized that I will never get that same feeling ever again on live radio because when you get bigger up and in, in corporate world and everything, you get to do less fun unless you're a bigger market, New York, Chicago, Fort Worth, Texas, uh, you know, Los Angeles, like those are like the big, f almost four out of the five biggest radio cities in, in the nation. Mm. So like, you're not, and, and then not in that order, but, um, you know, you, you can't do as much. So I was like, why can't we just think that we're a big, big fucking station, that mentality, and we'll just do it. We'll yeah. just have fun. And I had live performances. Cause I thought that was cool yeah. when I was growing up. I always loved having music and like live bands and hearing those things and having interviews and and it's more than just you know guys cracking jokes and that Bob and Tom esque you know like someone tells a dick joke and then they just laugh for like thirty minutes. It's dumb. It's dumb. Like kid, <laughs> people are bringing kids in the morning. You don't want to hear about somebody. Hey, what's your favorite sex move to do in the shower? <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Sound effects. <laughs> fart. Like no, that like, used to be this podcast, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> no, like that's what. That's not. That's not entertainment. That's. I mean, some people can find that entertaining. That's fine. That's your call. But like on a station that had music that was up and coming artists and was focusing on local things, I concentrated on what people like. And people still to this day will come to me and go, "I loved one hundred point seven zone. I loved your show, and I love that." And please never stop coming up to me if you meet me in public and still like the station. But also, it I I it kills me a little bit inside, to be honest. Because like I, I miss that. And that's why I concentrated more on like the podcasting route. Like I do my nine to five and I'm the I'm the, I work on the, the, the digital and promotion side of radio. So I help develop 
uh, like promotions on air and events, and I also handle like station social media and websites, and I do a little data entry. That's the less fun part. <laughs> That's like the worst part. Like I die inside. Like I even wrote on Facebook today. I was, I was like, I miss having my my. I miss. Doing my passions on the uh, as full time, because that's that's what it is. And radio, I still enjoy radio, and I still enjoy the medium, the excuse me, the medium of it and everything. But like what we're doing is the future. What podcasting is is the future. And I love music, and it's the whole reason I got into stuff like this. Um, and why I interview bands and why I'm interviewing bands on the on the rise and things like that because I wanted to a I love discovering new music. B, I want to give these acts that are somewhat struggling, and I, and I put that in a, in, a, in a loose term because everybody's on different levels about stuff and everything, but these acts that don't get mainstream radio love, unless you're Lady Gaga or Taylor Swift, nothing against them, they've earned their keep, but like they have thousands and thousands of dollars in promotion and management people and things like that and a band out of toledo ohio that does pretty well like you know a citizen or you know other acts that i've interviewed outside man mountain american spirits you know or other acts that are traveling through solder bombs madeline finn you know all these acts that are are doing things and doing the grind and working hard they don't get a platform Right. So let's get let's make the platform. Right. Let's give them an outlet. So that's why I did the On the Radar podcast. Even though it was a local radio show, I changed it so much around that it's like I have more fun doing that now than doing radio. So so your your show was called On the Radar. The On the Radar podcast. Yes, that's well, the I'm full name. Well, I'm saying like your show because you were saying oh like the, you yeah the radio show the radio show from this from from. I did a local music show featuring bands and artists coming to through and from Toledo. It was that, basically a local show. It was called On the Radar. My morning show was just Peapod in the Morning, gotcha. which was just a combination of just like, it was literally me in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, I know, right? Dynamite concept. But like, that, that was a lot of fun. And, I, and I'm still doing some on-air radio work, which is which is great. But it's not like what it was and it was lightning in a bottle and i and i tend to have some of those moments in my life as i reflect because i have those lightning in a bottle moments yeah this is the problem with you gave me a live microphone and you gave me like no time limit so i'm just gonna spam your feeds for two oh, hours that's or fine whatever. i mean you're making my job easy <laughs> that's, that's I, good that's the sign of a good host if the person is comfortable enough with someone but i'm also i'm always for opening myself up and and that's why I like to discuss things and talk about things and talk mm -hmm. in the person. Like everybody goes, yeah, you can't you can't bring on topics on social media. Well, you can use social media as a platform, but social media is the digital version of you standing on, on front in your front yard yelling. So <laughs> yes. you're starting in your front yard going, I had a sandwich today. <laughs> That's why I just like a lot of my like I still I, and you didn't see it but I stood up and like yeah. did that in the uh, in this in this uh, meeting room uh, at the uh, Toledo Public Library. Uh, shout out to them. Um, and um, but that's that's what it is. So I don't go like super serious. That's why you know I like to talk about things and that's why I got into radio because the message that what you hear in my voice and how I am presenting it 
is more important than seeing it or reading it. Mm. Like at the end of the day, it's the voice. You know, your words are your your words have meaning. Your words are weapons. Your those are the reason you're doing it. That's why I also enjoyed radio because I love that medium that you doesn't matter what you look like because in the end of the day, TV is always still going to be visual, YouTube, things like that, and you're always going to have to have a look no matter what. And if you look good, and that term is is a sweeping term, is a generalization term, you know, people will respond. But we live in an era that it's the people with the largest wallets and the people with the loudest voice. And apparently, and in this world, you can form, and especially with social media, you can form your own opinion to the point that it could almost be fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the problem. <laughs> it's no, no, no doubt. It's the, it, that's why, like, this is the medium. Like, this is what I rather talk about real issues and talk about things. And what I do with my podcast is I always I want to crack open the skull of the person I'm talking to because I want to know why they do what they're doing. Mm. Why are they putting out this music? Why did they say these words? Why do they do these tones? Why did they put this guitar riff? Why did you be these members? Why? Why, 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 why? That's the reason. And it's not like it's a new subject or it's a new way, but it's a combination of the why. It's a combination of because we do studio performances. So we record uh, bands in two great music studios that I've worked out with. Pat Sheckett out of Underhill Recordings and Travis Guyman of um, Bigfoot Studios and even Steve Warser of um, Master Bedroom that we started our podcast almost soon to be three years ago. Oh, wow. Because by the time probably when you, cut, you, you, you put this out, it'll be around that time. And uh, we're going to be starting our third year uh, in February. Um, you know, it that is like that's the reason why I want to do this and we do these performances we want you to discover this music but we also want you to know why they're doing this and these subjects and it's not and we just start as music but then it can snowball excuse me it can snowball into whatever life you know touring you know social reasons things like that and that's like I like to discuss that more in 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 person. That's why I like to I like to discuss things with like a small group. Like get a couple of you know drinks, couple you know pieces of food or whatever, and just talk about whatever. Mm. And and I I haven't done that a lot recently. So, but I'm, I'm trying to get that going again. Uh, family things, you know, you know, where my wife and I decided to help take care of uh, our great niece who's five years old um just because you know great niece yeah great niece so my wife my wife is a few years older than me and 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 she and you know she has family members that have kids and those kids have kids so great niece and mom just fell on hard times just you know nothing bad nothing terrible just we decided to step in and do the thing so that's very nice yeah i've I've done that for my family too my sister's brother was yeah, he he's gotten better, <laughs> but he was kind of a degenerate, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, he needed help with his daughter. And, right, and so half half of the week we would have her, mm-hmm. and we also have an, a, a son too. So right <laughs> we're two we're two selfish musicians who had a baby. Right, and then all of a sudden, and and we love our baby, but he was definitely a surprise, and we <laughs> definitely it wasn't Whoa. in our plans. Right, well, yeah. <laughs> 
but uh, so so you have that, and then you add another child onto that. It, it it's tough, man, because that's a whole nother human being that oh you my have God. to like, you like make sure that doesn't die constantly. So you know, like you think you know what to do about parenting, and everybody just doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Oh, yeah. Um, but I also get very annoyed on these, what I, I'm starting to call um, Facebook moms, that it's these people that the, the, the share these articles and just go, I've done this with my child. <laughs> like, like, I don't fucking care what you do. Is your child, is your, are you, are you not beating your child? Are you feeding your child? Is your child growing in a regular and somewhat normal rate? Mm. Does your child is your child, you know, evolving into a normal person? And that's it. Then I don't fucking care how many times you you <laughs> nap them or give them vitamin A or, you know, put them in minimal things. Like I don't I don't care. Hi. No, you're fine. <laughs> This is actually open to the public, right? So someone could just come and sit here and watch us talk if they want. Sure, to. whatever. Yeah, audience, know. audience of one. But no, like I don't like that annoys me. I'm like, look, like I I struggled. Like it's almost we're almost reaching the year mark that um that, that this has been happening and things are going to be going back to quote unquote normal. So that's that it's cool. But like I I struggled a lot because I thought that I knew what I was doing and I realized that. Fuck! I don't know what I'm did you, doing. Did you have kids prior to this? No. Oh no, shit! No. Oh shit! So like, you just I mean, adopted I, a, a, a. I mean, more or less, yeah. You, I pretty much adopted a five-year-old kid, <laughs> a who, five-year-old. Uh, who who doesn't know, who doesn't fully understand what's going on, right. who didn't come from the great, uh, uh, a great environment, um, and and it's a whole different environment with my wife and I. It's it's night and day. It's ridiculous and. And I'm trying to like do my thing, but like I struggled. I'm like yeah. my mental health struggled, and my and, and like me and like not only just like taking care of the ch- child, but like taking care of like build- going through all these hoops. And when children's services is involved, it was oh. just more stressful. I'm just like, sure. fuck, man. Like it was it was tough. So parenting, shout out to the parents. <laughs> Like and 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 shout out to the people who don't want to have kids because like they get a bad rap too. Like, but everybody, everybody, it's it's hip now to rat on something that you don't like completely, and that's fine. Like I'm guilty of it, you're guilty of it, yeah, we're all totally. guilty of it. But this I is hate Greta Van, whatever the fuck they're. Called. Well, they're a cover band, so yeah, it doesn't exactly. Fucking matter, the Led Zeppelin so fucking tribute band. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> Greta Van Vliet can you know go pound rocks. Fuck it. <laughs> I know you had Dean on, and I think Dean I or un- ironically likes them, but doesn't like them. Well, it's really fun. Here's the fucked up part about that is that their songs are solid if they weren't fucking Led Zeppelin. If they didn't songs. exactly do like sound like fucking Ze- yeah, Led Zeppelin, like their songs then, are solid. Yeah, man. they would be They're, they'd be great. But no, and and or like the Nickelback concept oh, and yeah. everything. Like you know, Nickelback figured out and they played it real safe, but they were successful. That's oh, why yeah. people. That's why people hate them. Of course, but you know, like. You can't say that you won't you wouldn't in a on a drunken Friday karaoke night that someone's singing photograph, you're not gonna fucking sing along. You're, you're fucking kidding me. Yeah, if you're not. But it's it was <laughs> like people right. are really big into like, oh, you don't have kids and you know, whatever. And then there's other people's like, Well, I'm a parent. I'm very proud. Like yeah. you can be proud. You can be proud of not having kids. You can be proud about whatever you are. But the moment you start like over Po- overstating your point of mm-hmm. like, 
oh, I don't have kids, and this is why, and this is why I don't have kids, or this is why I'm a parent, and this is why I'm a parent. Like, social media, like, muddles that up yeah. to the point where, like, I'm hiding almost everybody, <laughs> and the only thing I'm seeing is, like, the same four or five people or pages because I'm just, like, I'm so annoyed with everyone. And, <laughs> and, and that's why I put, like, fun anecdotal things, but then it's also hard for, like, as you know, you know, promoting your product mm -hmm. and putting it out there and the algorithms and spending money and yeah. and then you're trying to get sponsors and, and like I'm at that point where I'm trying to hunt for sponsors more and more wow. and like and it's and like setting up a Patreon and like, you know, things like that and it's and like you have to convince people like why is your thing yeah. worth of my time, money, environment, everything? Why is you know, why is it worth everything? And you have to constantly do that and prove that like, hey, this is what's going on. So I, I don't know, just like, that's why I like talking. That's why I like doing stuff like this. Cause I'm just like, man, like it's so easy to be behind a keyboard and just like type everything, but there's no motion and everybody, you know, internet tone. So everybody's taking it the wrong different way. <laughs> it's like the wrong reasons and the right reasons why people love music because two people can listen to the same song and have the different feelings. Yeah. Two people can read the same thing on the internet and take it the different way. Right. The same reason why music is great makes social media terrible. All right. I, so I, like, I like, that. like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I use it. I, I like it. But if I didn't do, if I wasn't in the industry I was, and if I didn't do the products I would, I would severely take myself down from social media. Like, like limit it a lot. Well, it, it, there's also. There's also this whole um, people put besides their like worthless rants, right? Yeah, are putting their their best foot forward, and and in someone like a couple could be going through a divorce, and it could be mm -hmm. awful, but they're trying to put out this this image that everything's going great, and and Dan's not an alcoholic and doesn't come home and fuck it, you know, beat right. me senseless, you know, right? And that's a horrible situation, uh, but it's a hell of know, a word picture. But right, you know, online you see this. I, I was just, I was just hearing. I think it was Rogan's podcast, fuck it, where uh, he had this dude on. It, uh, he was talking about how detrimental having Facebook for a girl in middle school. How detrimental that is to oh, their like self. -esteem. Oh my god, yeah. It's for for boys. It's different because boys are just watching porn and playing games. They're so just like killing people Pretty and, much, yeah. and beating it. Yeah. M girls are different. They're a little bit more uh, social. They're, they're, and what he was saying also is that they are just as aggressive as men, but they're a relationship aggressive. I, I know I'm butchering that phrase that he said, but That's fine. they're more uh, they're more likely to turn on people like other women, and, and yeah. so they were saying that how the Facebook kind of feeds into that. Oh it yeah, feeds into this low self esteem, and so you see this rise of suicides in teenagers mm -hmm. rise every since. Um, Facebook was available in an affordable phone, uh, affordable piece of technology that goes in. Your we pocket. have su we have supercomputers in our yeah. pockets, yeah. So and we have this we have this new age of technology, and everybody is saying, "Oh, millennials this and Generation Z this and like." But if you grew up around this so this super technology, this technology was available in the excuse me in the eighties. Or the 90s, like, you know, I am I was born in 86, so, like, I'm on that cusp, allegedly, of being a millennial, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I saw the development of, like, television, and then digital television, and then, like, 
you know, you know, startup dial up and then broadband. And then you can now have 3G, 4G, you know, 5G coming up soon and whatever. Like if you were around this too, you would use it too. And it would be a part of your life and you would be obsessed about it. And I'm a, I'm a kind of a techie guy and I love trying new things and seeing technology things. And I love it, but I can admit I'm on my phone too much and everybody is. And, and it's become such a staple in our lives that, the rise in suicides and I think also the rise in mental health. Yeah, depression. Um and depression well. everything is is more. And you know, I've lost friends because I of how people hold themselves on social media. You know, <laughs> I've I've lost friends from it. Not like died friends lost. I mean right, like right. I ended friendships because of how yeah. they held themselves online. Yeah, tell me how you really feel, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, like, like this is why Trump isn't a racist. First of all, Mexicans are rapists. Oh. You know, like it's just like you see that come across your street. You're just like, who the fuck is it? I will like, say, why? How do I? How did I just have a drink with this guy yesterday? I not say, know I, this. Yeah, I will. I will. I will say this and only this political on this political sense. The, <laughs> the and I. It, so follow me on this for a Shit. moment. The silver lining about what is going on, because it's fucking terrible and it's fucking chaotic and everything like that. The silver lining is this, is that, A, we really see what is going on. Mm. Everybody's cards are on the table. The cockro- Whatever other metaphors you want to do, the cockroaches are all out. We see now the problem full force. We have devolved into this state. So it's now time, and I'm a firm believer of this, to break it all down. And then start building it better, newer, brighter, younger, persons of color, you know, women, things like that. Like it's, it's good that we've gotten this bad. I know that's weird. I know that's very kind of like, very neurotic. Uh, not neurotic. Um, what's the word about you know you're always uh, you're always uh, like into death or uh, nihilist. There you go. It's very a nihilist point of view, but like. I'm a firm believer that uh, there's points in your life that you have to fucking fall down, mm. stay down for a bit, and then pull yourself back up, and then you'll be bigger and brighter than you are before. You have to take those deep dives of of the valleys before you can do the mountaintops. And that's what we are in as a nation right now. Right. We are in the deepest fucking valley that we've been in decades and our relationships with the for- with foreign powers is going to be back decades. Our own our, oh, we're on the rise of so much racist fucking like you know violence and 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 murders and shit like that but now you realize what we can do to prevent we can start the conversation we people can are make sure, but people are fucking now standing up and going okay this oh, is enough right. let's do something and that's why i kind of like what's going on in a weird like <laughs> we can get better from this right. now don't you see how fucking terrible this is now we can do it and i try if you try to explain that online i would be no. i would be hung the next day yeah people like, would be unfra- unfra- i can't unfra- believe i, can't I, believe people I fucking did it but like <laughs> But it comes to my point of like, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to how I'm saying it in my voice. Listen to how I'm stressing the things. Like, we can be better as a nation, even bigger, brighter. And if it is a generational thing, then let's wait five years. And... And then we can get better or whatever. Or, you know, we have we have more women, more people, persons of color into our, our governments now 
more than ever. Like when Mark Zuckerberg was in front of the Congress and whatever about it, and everybody was fucking clueless about it. That's a problem because that your your government it should be a representative of what's going on. And guess what? The days of the baby boomers are done and it's time to shift. Yeah. So as much as everybody goes, oh, millennials, this millennials, that I know more millennials that have worked harder in in their in their younger lives than than I've seen older people in their 40s or 50s complaining about it. Oh, and again, becoming complacent. In complacent. Their and then again, I've yeah. also seen the the stereotypical millennial uh, <laughs> hipster or whatever. And I've also seen, you know, the baby boomer who, who has done great things and everything. You know, my grandfather, who was, a, who was my biggest influence, who passed away a few years ago, and um, he was my biggest influence in, in the world and got in me into ways? music. What? In which ways? Uh, he's, he's given me the biggest influence on like how to hold myself as a man. Uh, you know, my love of music, my passion music, he was in radio himself. And so like he instilled a couple of these things in me and I don't think he was like trying to get me into radio business, but I just ended up falling into that path, um, because of the stories and everything. Maybe subconsciously I did it, but I'm not a doctor, whatever. I'm not a psychiatrist. Um, but those things, uh, like, he showed me what it is, and even even towards because he unfortunately passed away from um, dementia um, was, was was rough to see to, to see that, but you know, and it was super aggressive. Yeah. Um, but like dementia starts at like upper like towards your sixties and seventies. My grandfather died at eighty five. And it started coming like in his eighties. Wow. Honestly, once you hit eighty, you're in like extra innings. <laughs> Whatever. Like you li- like my other grandfather on my dad's side, and my grandfather who I idolized was on my mom's side. My dad's side, he passed when I was in college, a junior in college. So I was like in my you know, mid twenties. Um, he lived to be a hundred. Oh wow. So like Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I eat too, way too much McDonald's. I'll be lucky if I get to 60. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, I get hungry for breakfast and whatever. And, hey. uh, kid around. I've, I've eaten more McDonald's in the past like two years than I have in most of my life. Wow. And that's terrible. And oh. I should really do something about that. Yeah. Um, but, hey, brother needs breakfast and an Egg McMuffin's easy for three bucks. You know, you get busy and right. fucking, and, and, and the line's not too long. Right. And you're like, uh, you know, this will be quick in and out. Yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah. Real quick. So, it's nice. It's nice. It can get a little out of hand. Yeah, I, but I, I feel like we can always, we can all, like, do better as a nation and help each other. And just the idea of, like, empathy is a foreign trait. Yeah. Like even even like my wife and I who are somewhat empathetic people, more empathetic people than I, I could say an average person. I know that sounds very weird, but like <laughs> we are the empathetickest. We are we are we are the empathetickest <laughs> of the app no, like we're like I to, from the pe- from the environments that we are in, um, whether it's work or friends or whatever, like we we tend to be a little bit more empathetic. Um uh, and and that's not saying that other people are not uh, you know whatever you know we feel like we are very empathetic. Um, we were blown away by our neighbor because we we recently moved in a house. It hasn't even been a year. Uh, it's been around six months um, or so, and we we were blown away by how thoughtful and kind our neighbor is. And all the things he's done to help us out and everything, and we're just like blown away by that. And but we're also like. What? he's super nice but it's a little weird and like even that th- that what we live in is like 
We're weirded out by kindness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when did by that neighborly kindness, not, yeah. by neighborly kindness? Yeah. The 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 can I borrow a cup of sugar? Yeah. Kindness. Right. Like you know, we were blown away that he 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 baked my wife for her birthday a fucking chocolate cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> like that's amazing. When's the last time you made you bake something? You did something out of nowhere for your neighbor, for your friend, for your whatever that someone didn't come ask you to like help move or whatever, just out of the blue. Like they found out that like my wife's birthday is coming up. Her birthday's not even coming up, but like my wife's birthday, like when we got to cheesecake, it wasn't my wife's birthday. My wife's birthday is soon, but like. He just did that. Yeah. Like, how crazy is that? And it's just, that's how I feel right now. It's with crazy everything. that it's off-putting. Yeah, it's it, crazy it, that, that I you're feel. Like off-put by his kindness. Cause, correct. Because we don't generally trust each other anymore. No. As, as a nation, as a society, no. we, we don't leave our front doors unlocked anymore. Yeah. We don't let our kids run around. Instead, we fucking, we harbor them in mm -hmm. our little safety zone. In our their safety, safe our bubbles and everything. And, and I'm not saying that, like. Your your kid can't like oh back in my day we had to fall down and we were bleeding or we didn't have helmets or whatever I'm not saying that <laughs> yeah but I'm also saying that like you don't have to put them in like super you don't have to put them in like bubble wrap yeah but you also not gonna put them bareback and and like doing you know drag races at right. at twelve right whatever like there's a middle ground I think I think I think that what's happening with how we're, we're we're softening our children is that we're not putting enough responsibility on them even though they are four or five they can still handle a, a small amount of responsibility even if it's just drying the dishes and putting the glass dish away right. in the thing you know because that it's for some parents that's a fucking nightmare because like they can't kids dexterity dexterity right. is in the oh, shitter yeah. they, they they don't have they can't do fucking a goddamn thing so like to, for them to know how to do that, it, that is a responsible amount of responsibility. Having them play outside by themselves, I know it's icky, but like, I, and it feels weird for me, but I'll have my son play outside by himself. He's four. Uh, I, 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 I keep an eye on, but I, I make sure that he knows his parameters. Right. And, and you have to give him some kind of trust and responsibility, or else they're going to grow up fucking safe spaces and, and well, fucking I snowflake say, shit. Well, I wouldn't go. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, would. yeah. I, would go I won't. I won't go full on softening. I wouldn't say those terms. Okay, fair enough. I would say. I would say we are understanding more about things. Yes. Obviously, you know, no means no. You know, you don't fucking go up and you know hug a random woman that you don't know and touch yeah. them inappropriately. Right, that's right. just kind of. Social 101. Right. You don't just come, you know, I want to come up to you and, you know, I shook your hand, but I wouldn't come up to you and feel you up for right. all of a sudden. You know, I have to buy you dinner first to Which do is that. It's weird Whatever. that people need to be told that. But, right, you know, but yeah, but unfortunately. <laughs> but people do need to be told that. Yeah, and we have to instill that more and everything. And that's why, you know, yes, there are people that will do the witch hunt and will get, mm -hmm. give up an excuse. And the, this, you know, once again, this online, like, they're guilty before innocent. But also at the same time, it's just common fucking sense. Yeah. Don't feel up a woman. Don't rape a woman. Don't fucking make fun of people with abilities or whatnot. You can you can shoot the shit. You can bust chops, but know your limits. Know where you're at. Yeah. And and some could say that's also softening uh, America. And you know, 
but others i think it's just it's it's a better way of understanding what's going on especially in this age where you know little kids while well, we mentioned before um little kids are you know committed suicide because of shit says online like the communication is off right like so we kind of have to go back and reteach right. them everything right you know there's nothing wrong with having your your child play outside and everything but it's also not a bad it's not a bad idea to make sure hey don't go you know look both ways before you cross the street we have to tell i have to tell my niece that when and she runs across the street as all the other kids are racing back and forth. And I'm in a little neighborhood, so I'm fine. Like, not many cars come through. But still, you know, just teach them. Like, you can race over across the street, but you have to look both ways right. before you do it. Like, it's those things. It's just you have to make sure you communicate everything. I I, I, th I guess when I said softening of right. my country, I, I was mean just like you have kids out there who are getting out of college and going into the real world, the workforce, and their idea of what – uh, their college safe, the safety bubble of college or, or, or their household even, uh, once they get out into the real world, they're unprepared for these encounters. Yeah, and, that, and I, I agree, that I agree with you. I agree that, that this is a necessary thing, this, this whole like witch hunt. And, and it kind of goes back to like we're in the trumpeting, you know, like we had to trump the country right. to sort of, uh, you know, to it, it, like revolution start out of the rubble, you know. Mm -hmm. So so we're kind of like tearing it all down. And, and hopefully that's right. what happens. Uh, if we if we see what happened with George W. Bush, we might be in for another one. But like you said, right. we might have to ride this out. But uh, <laughs> but kids are just sort of you see, yeah. I'm kind of getting lost in my words here, but it, the idea is is that it, it becomes dangerous mm -hmm. when you have your kid out there and, and they're unprepared emotionally to handle because right. the world is not soft and it's and different. The world is not going to pander to your gender or your thing, and and, and maybe they should. And, right. and I'm not saying they shouldn't, but I'm saying that there are assholes out there who are going to test your limits and, mm -hmm. and to not be able to handle those moments with grace and, and and with your own self intact. Walk away from that conversation intact. Um, you know that that's dangerous, and we're and it's completely different because we are two white dudes. We're two straight white dudes. You know, I'm Mexican, you know, but thank you. Okay, okay whatever. <laughs> I'm half Lebanese. Whatever. My dad, my father, exactly. my father's restaurant got burglarized during 9/11 yeah. um, because they thought he was uh, he was a terrorist or whatever. He was from that country. He was yeah. from Lebanon, and the people who who did the act was from. I Iraq. Wow. So like nowhere near close <laughs> about what's going on. So like, and it's different for uh, for a, for a black man for a for, sure, for a for woman sure. for everything. Like and, that. and and but like, I gotta yeah, no, I gotta I, say I that you're right. And people perceive me as white, and that's I get that. And and so I do have to watch what I'm right. saying. No, but you know it's it's different. It's it's just the conversation needs to be had no matter what, I agree. and it needs to be mo done more in a better atmosphere you know right. in 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 a in a more safe atmosphere but more reality and then like, the, like I, a podcast like, where hey! people can explain themselves correct and, and not and like put that twitter that tweet that they did and actually be like hey i'm just gonna let you guys know that that was a mistake i maybe shouldn't did that but no one wants to hear that all they see is that tweet and, and even what, even know. with an explanation on a podcast for right. whatever it's worth but there it's just i 
I, I feel like in these mediums, it's just a we're, we're kind of we're able to expand on it instead of just putting out a, you know forty eight characters right. or less. Or the internet never forgets, and obviously you should need to think more. But we shouldn't be at the point where we have to think aggressively before we do something. Then again, we should be at the point where it's common sense and hey, maybe I shouldn't make fun of this certain subject in this medium because of blank. Yeah. You know, the the happy mediums. That's yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's the that's the biggest thing in in life in social media in whatever you do is 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 a happy medium. Right. And and, and in essence it's just where where these these movements are just asking people to be more mindful. You know, like, and, and there's Absolutely. nothing wrong with that. Being self-aware, like, Absolutely. being self-aware is a very good trait to have yeah. and possess. And a lot of people lack it, and that's a scary mm-hmm. thing. And and when you're talking about, um, you know, like the Trump thing, and mm-hmm. it, it just brought up this 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 conversation that I've been having lately. That a guest actually asked me. It was like, what was the main difference? Because I moved from uh, the West Coast, San Diego. Mm-hmm. And what was the biggest difference between coming from the West Coast to Ohio? And I was saying how blatant people are with just dropping the N-bombs and, and the F-word. And I don't mean fuck. Uh, you know, like like just dropping these blatantly and, and, and feeling at liberty to do this. And, and, and here in, 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 in Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Whereas in, in uh, the West Coast, it was kind of more disguised in this, I guess they call it the microaggressions. Um, like, you know, uh, you're very pretty for a black girl. You know, those kind of things. It was Those more, kind of backhanded compliments. Yes, it was yeah. more disguised as, and that's a lack of self-awareness because you right. know that person isn't, outright just like i hate them blacks you know but but they but you know just from that statement that there is a slant that they that they do look at a black person and that's what they see before they see the person themselves it's like that barrier is there so i i i i understand i mean some would say that maybe it's a little better that it's blatant than it would be like underhandedly but i have a black son and when i hear people talking that shit, i get super emotional about it so mm-hmm. It's, it's been really hard for me here, coming back here and seeing that. And, and, and I kind of equated it with the red state that we've become. Well, Ohio, yeah, Ohio and, has been, so, Ohio has and, been, even though it is a swing state, it's, right. it's, it's, you could pretty much put it as in, in the South. But, but then you talk to a lot of people here and they're not just full on Donald Trump supporters. Like uh, the problem was, is that there was this, this loud minority of people who were like, who voted. And that, and like, that's where the real problem was. Like, fucking assholes out here weren't voting. You didn't like that guy who was spouting that racist shit. Then you should have voted. People, so. people. There's more. There was intelligent people that liked Trump. That, right. Uh, yeah. That I felt because that they, you can they, have conversations. That with. that people liked Trump because that he was something quote unquote different. He right. was something. He was quote unquote not a politician. Well, guess what? If you're gonna be the president of the, of the United States, maybe you should be a fucking politician. <laughs> yeah. Not like, a fucking. Not a like. I'm sorry. Stuff. Like. I mean, I I like comic books. I'm not trying to write one anytime soon. I'm not going to go out and go, I'm going to write this comic book. It's going to be like this. It's going to be the best fucking comic book ever. No, there are people that know what they're doing. So unfortunately, at this point, you need to stay in your lane and 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 do it. Unfortunately, we're in in this place and it always and I always laugh when I see like um 
you know, Confederate flags in fucking Ohio. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, I'm just like... How did you get here? <laughs> like, you know we won, right? Yeah. You're like, we're the North. I even though, like, it, it's, it's, it's so... It's this, it's, this, it's this part of the country that is so backwards, and Ohio is notorious for it. It is very backwards. It is very behind the times. And it, it comes into somewhat of a... Some, pe- some people would say, like, a black hole of sorts. Like, I like Ohio, don't get me wrong, but at times, you know, I will always support my city, I will always raise the flag, but I'm not going to lie to you, there are other places around town, or around in other cities, and other states, that are doing a lot more forward-thinking things, and Ohio, for some reason, is still in this atmosphere of, this is how we've always done it, and we're not going to change it anytime soon. And I hate that mentality, and I don't like that mentality, and that's why I like to try to focus on people who are outside of that mentality and show that if you're in someone like me trying to get their name out there, trying to do something different in this state, um, to go, there are other people that think like you that want to do something more with themselves. Like I went to a music festival uh, in Indiana a few months back. Um, it was it was the post festival. It was whole mess of post rock. So it was a lot of like take the worlds of like rock, metal, you know, uh, little synth and like prog and like ambient and put them in a giant Venn diagram. That middle part is post rock, oh, okay. and it's kind of almost like a subgenre of stuff. But it's I've I was blown away by a the people there and all the walks of life there and the music and then just going to that place and going to that area and just seeing what was going on and my wife and I um uh during the day we just like walked around downtown a little bit uh just of Indianapolis of just what's going on and it's like it's 4 hours away like it's a little bit of a trek but like in a four-hour difference, it was night and day. <laughs> like, it drove me nuts. And then I come back in Toledo, I'm like, we can have this own mentality. And I know there are places in Toledo trying to do it, mm. but it's still filled in Ohio. Like, Cleveland's great. And there's, like, bits and pieces of, like, hey, there's there's this going on. And, like, they're doing a cool thing, and yeah. they're doing a cool thing. But it's not like the entirety of the state is at, in, its, in, in itself doing a cool thing, not like, New York or Chicago and or in in Illinois in general or you know California and everything there are there are just bits and pieces of doing things and I just feel like it's time for us together to do more and to celebrate that and unfortunately we're still living I don't know if it's just the place we live in or whatever that people just don't want to try new things and like the idea of any going outside of your comfort zone or going outside, you know, your social norms or anything like my sister fucking married, uh, someone who was from Ghana, West Africa. She met him in Africa while she was doing work in there and they ended up coming to the States together. Like, and he's, and, and unfortunately when he came, uh, some people in my family were like very, like against it and but he was the most he was intelligent he was smart he was no different from anybody else and the only difference was the color of his skin and at the end of the day does it really matter if they are a stand-up person and they're not doing anything and my sister has the best 
the is 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 someone I absolutely admire, you know, she would not get anybody less than perfect. So if she says it's cool, I'm fucking for it. <laughs> I don't give shit. Yeah. Whatever. Are they a good person? They're not hurting her? Then what the fuck? Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Like we need as a as a people, as a state, as a city, as a whatever, we need to to do better to try new things and to just forward momentum evolve and 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 I it is scary going out of your comfort zone it is scary to do more things absolutely i've done that myself i've had those fears but it comes to the point where you just you're not what the kids say living your best life and it's, as much as that's funny to say and everything that's true though like you're not you're not doing more you can't do more. You cannot reach your full potential if you're not doing something. Yeah, that's how I feel. No, so and it's unfortunate that in Ohio is so backwards and are is in social and things like that. But I don't think it will be there for long. I truly no, think I we are either. we are on on the cusp of a of a of a revolution of sorts. Yeah, I I absolutely agree with you, and mm -hmm. and and I and I have to attribute marijuana as as a signal for me. Um, okay. Just for me personally, okay. Um, because because there are states out there that won't even entertain the idea of right. uh, even medical marijuana. And right. our, our 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 neighbors to the north, Michigan, fucking congratulations, Michigan, right. fucking has has full legal. And here in Ohio, we're still dragging our ass, but at least it's there. At least at least there's people who it can really help. So. I'm only bringing that up because in growing up in Toledo, mm -hmm. being from here, mm -hmm. and <clears throat> the reason why I escaped from Toledo, and it was an escape, I did not need to stay here. Uh, well, I didn't want to stay here, as right. uh, I should say. Um, for me, the music scene was dead, and, and like fucking everything was unacceptable. Everything that I was into was unacceptable. I went to California, and everything that I was into was completely acceptable, and <laughs> that was amazing. And like, and I mean, I'd still be there if, if, if my wife didn't want to change the scenery. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I was really relieved to come back to a city that not only has developed a, a, a solid music scene, mm -hmm. Uh, but has developed, you, you know, has more of an acceptance of new ideas, which Absolutely. I'm saying yes. the idea of legal marijuana is an, is an idea that I would have never, ever thought Ohio would have been on board with, let alone Oregon, right. Ohio, where I, I currently live, and that's where I went to school, I went to Clay, um, it, they just passed, they just made uh, marijuana, uh, they just decriminalized it, which is crazy as fuck, uh, growing up in that small little suburb, but... Uh, it's just it was very much a relief to come back to that because that was my biggest fear is like I'm just gonna go back to this fucking blumpkin little town and I'm gonna fucking dry up like a raisin and just and work right. at Jeep and, and and I know that sounds dismal but that's that's that was my motivation to never come back here was right because I didn't want that and and God bless the people who stayed and like did the work because I didn't, I bailed, but thank God for the artists and the musicians who stayed here, laid the groundwork for all this, because that's who mm -hmm. really did this. That's who really opened up these different avenues for us is these musicians who stuck around here and who I'm meeting and talking to. I'm having the privilege of meeting all these new musicians and artists that I, I never would have known. You know, um, this town has a lot of great, uh, acts. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I'm at the point with my with my podcasts, 
um, we we are expanding it to just Midwest and in Midwest in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Toledo. Uh, I want Toledo to become a stop and everything, but I'm looking more uh, in the bigger picture. Yeah. Um, I think there comes a point in every band's um, band's career, band's timeline, that they either become a a local favorite, which is fine. If you want to, but I'm more interested in the bands who want to do more, right. who want to do those tra- who want to do those tours in their van, who wants to get signed to labels, who wants to put out more and more records, who want to, have to build that team to become into bigger and bigger places and everything, and then come back and go. Toledo, Ohio is great. You know, give us some love. We're from here. We love it here. Mm. This is where we're from. And look at us. Like Citizen would be a perfect example of that. Is you know they were a band that started in Toledo that 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 gained the whole like you know they were just local things and everything. And now they're selling out you know arenas. They're going international. They're going to Australia or London. They're Japan or whatnot. And they'll still come back in here in Ohio and sell out a local show. And everybody will know everybody. Everybody you've ever met in the scene or everybody you know that is interested in that music. They they would do that. I'm I'm looking for those acts. Yeah. You know I like to see more of those acts. And don't get me wrong. I, there are acts that I've seen that I'm like, okay, I think they're going to make it. And then for some reason they don't, or they just want to sit in Toledo. Right. Or they ended up just going to a you know a cover band or whatever, and and that's fine, and that's your avenue. And I'm not in music, I'm not musically trained, so I can't uh, I can't fully understand it. But I know enough, you know. Once again, it's maybe me maybe me leaning into that that lane that may I may or may not know, but. I've been around it enough. I, I can understand. I can feel for that. I'm empathetic about what they want to do, but I want to see more acts breaking out and doing things and taking chances and everything to show bands that they're coming through that Toledo, Ohio can be just as good as stop, if not better than a place like Toledo or a place like uh, Cleveland or Detroit or everything. Because yes, bands will go over to those because it's guaranteed and there's the history and the stuff. But why not build Toledo to the point where people would have to decide if they want to travel to Cleveland or travel to Detroit and everything. And we're in a great place where we're in the middle of it all that we can gain that 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 ability into all those places. Excuse me. And then while building our own city up, our own scene up. Yeah. And it's possible. And, you know, and, you know, I applaud you for, for giving, you know, this place another chance. I mean, I... I I fell in love with the music scene when I discovered when I when the when the stars collided and I ended up doing a show a, a local radio show that would feature this artist because I knew about it and there it was what I listened to and I when I became into the industry I wanted to do as well because I was inspired by that you know I I fell in love with this scene and I know I've heard the stories and you know I've heard about the the hills and valleys and everything so it, it's great and I'm all and I'm all for it and I just think. More bands need to, if they really want to do this and they really want to put out this music, don't get me wrong, it's really easy to put out an EP or an album, record it somewhere, and put it out. But if you really want to do something about it, then I want to see that. Don't get me wrong. I love going to a local show and seeing bands that that all the friends are coming out and everything, but... If you don't do Beyond Toledo and a show here and there in Detroit or Fort Wayne or whatever... 
I don't, I don't want to talk to you. Unfortunately, I know that sounds terrible and that makes me sound like, but I'm. You have to understand where I'm coming from. I'm coming from an industry that like, this is what it is, and I've seen these acts and I've met these acts, you know, and I, I meet these bands and everything. I want to see these acts that if they really are hungry for it, I want them to be on the rise and try harder. Then I want to talk to you, you know, and and that's who I want to see. I'm not saying that I'm some check mark off your list or anything or like oh you have to interview me before you're good or anything no i'm not saying that at all but i'm also saying that if you want to you're serious about what you're doing and you want to raise the bar on your own product and also show where you're from you know you want to plant that flag and you want to join us in this battle of not only just toledo ohio but just in the midwest in general because the midwest is a joke (laughs) right you know, let's let's call it a spade a spade. You know, that's what it is. You know, um, that's what you need to do. You need to be more hungry for it. And that's what I want to see. And that's what I, I challenge other bands that are, are doing more and more. And, and if you want to come to my show and talk about it and share your music, absolutely hit me up and I'd be more than happy to talk to you. Fuck, we're booked almost in, like I'm, I'm saving myself to not book into April right now because <laughs> I have to like, I have an idea and I have bands that are like, yeah, we'll do this month. Yeah, we'll do this month. And I tried to do two, maybe three a month because mm. right now I'm still paying out of my own pocket for stuff. Right. Um, but I'm getting to the point where I'm, I'm hopefully not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be paying out of my own pocket to get these acts. So I, have money generated either by sponsors or crowdsourcing and things like that. I'm just curious. So yeah. are you, you offer money to your guests? Is that no, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm paying, I'm like, I pay for, I pay my producers mm-hmm. because I'm using the, I'm, I work with their music studio. Right. So I'm paying them for their time. Gotcha. Um, I am paying for hosting. I am paying right. for all of this. So I want to get to the point where I am not paying out of my pocket. I have outside money coming in to help fund this project. What are some of your strategies that you've been going out to, to bring in revenue for? The well, show? I'm starting that. So that's the t- biggest thing. And the hardest thing is like you can't, you know, uh, the it's just you. I, I want to present myself. And this is this is where I'm a little little lost in. And my wife has been helping me a lot with it. Thank because God for the women. Thank God lives. for fucking women. <laughs> just holy shit. Yeah. Um, uh, I have to present my product as like, this is why I'm doing it. And this is why I'm interesting. Like I have to, you have to sell yourself, which right. is so difficult because I suffer for self-conscious issues and everything, and yeah. um, you know, years and years in bullying and almost suicide always will almost fucking do that to you. But you know, you have to sell yourself to go. Like, why do I, person with money, want to come to you, person that does something cool? Why do I want to come to you? Mm. And I have to propose them the facts of like, this is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. These are my stats of what of of my thing I'm doing. You know, you know. Here's the people I've interviewed. Here's the people I'm about to interview. Here's the his, this is the product is listened to. This is where you can come in and do it. Mm. And it's going to be very difficult because I'm I'm competing with radio, other podcasts, television, things like that. But we live in a uh, a place now where. You know, your basic radio advertisement and television doesn't always work. So that's why so much money's in, like, people are doing, like, graphic design or, like, the social media, hiring a social media person and things like that. And, um, 
there, we have to go in different avenues anymore. Like you can't just do a, a t- uh, do a television commercial and all of a sudden everybody will d- be interested in your product. You can't just do one radio live broadcast and everybody would be like coming in droves like, oh, the radio is here. You know, <laughs> what's going on? No, you can't do that anymore. So you have to put the thought into, into the back of the people's head and then constantly remind them about that. And then go, you know, this is what's going on. So, like, I'm starting to build those talks, and then I'm starting to build, like, an exp- a proper explanation to move someone to donate money uh, X, X amount of times a month or X amount of dollars per month mm-hmm. to do like that. So, I'm on that cusp of, like, now I got to start selling myself because I love doing this, and I'm getting bigger and bigger names and bigger and bigger guests and bigger and bigger followings, and I'm like... I got to do something yeah. because I can't just spend out money out of my own pocket because I have bills yeah. and other things that I got to take care of. No, paying a producer and, and you know, using a, a studio space because you're using like legit studio space. Mm-hmm. Like, like Bigfoot. Is that right? I, I go with Bigfoot Studios, which is one of them. And then I do uh, Underhill Recordings. Both of these guys are like independent are, are have built their own studios and the the products they put out is sound sounds great and everything um you know and i have my own travel kit as well that i had to pay money for <laughs> and everything for when i'm on location and things like that right. so i'm a little bit mobile but like when i do a normal episode it was we bring a band into the studio we do an interview we take a uh, you know piss break smoke break whatever and then they come back and they perform a song that we record that my producer will record and then also mix and slightly master and make it sound something yeah. legitimate and they could be a full band it could be they could do acoustic they can do thing, things like that so i'm paying a few hours a day uh, of a day that they could have a band in or anything recording to do this project yeah. to help with me so to take their time so they're not you know doing it just out of free will because they have to make a living uh, and some have made a living out of it some of it's just another way of get, generating income because they love doing it and everything I am paying them yeah so instead of me paying them hopefully other people will pay them <laughs> they will pay me for me to pay them right. you know right yeah, I will be that middleman. So, so, so you you don't have a background in like audio engineering or anything like that. No, I the only background I have is you know performing on the radio. Like I don't know. I always wanted to know about engineering and everything, mm. but I don't know about mic. I, I know a little bit about mic placement. I know a little bit here and there, but I don't know how to record a band. I know how to record a person, point a microphone, make sure the settings are good, make sure they don't talk too loud. I know right. how to do that, but I don't know how to get the right settings and the right music and the limiters and the equipment and why do you need to place this here and why do you need this guitar and why do you need this pedal to this amp to like that becomes latin to me and i need help so i work with someone who knows how to do that for sure someone who has their strength and maybe the weakness is they don't necessarily know how to talk about everything so it's a mutual like i know how to talk and i know how to do bring people in you know how to do the product part so let's combine our forces and form this voltron of a project (laughs) and then just go you know and that's and that's the biggest thing yeah so what 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 prodded you into starting the podcast uh like what 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 was sort of like the jump off point for that the radio station i worked at that I loved got tur- taken off. Gotcha. I love giving, like I said, I like giving bands that are on the rise this part. I'm a fan of music. I want to give these people the time of day. 
And the most natural po- place to go is podcasting. Yeah. And to tell you the truth, I don't listen to a lot of podcasting. Mm. I don't. I have a hard time because of my radio industry experience and everything. I have a hard time listening to po- podcasts because I'm more concerned on, excuse me, how they produced it rather than what they are producing. That's really interesting. Yeah. So it must have been a horror show to listen to that Dean and Matt energy. I mean, I love D- I love Dean and Matt and I love Rover and <laughs> I was and Dean show for and you. No, I mean, I it, I've I've softened it up a little bit because no, I really it's okay yeah. because I mean, if what if it's your taste or not, that's right. fine. No, I don't I, care. I listened to the e- interview. Um, but so. but but just so people can kind of clarify why i even said that well i can clarify the why i said that is because at the time of recording that it was at a bar it was loud as fuck there was a guy talking in the background and it was just it was hard for us to hear each other it was just a poor place it was a poor choice to for me to choose right um it's so funny that you that you that's how you hear things because that's how i hear music because because um I blame it on being a multi-instrumentalist, like just because I I know how to play these instruments that are being presented. Mm -hmm. My mind goes right to the instrumentation. The vocalist might not, minds will not even exist. Right. Minds will not even be singing because I'm not listening. I'm not listening to the words. I'm listening how their vocals interact with the instrumentation. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Like the content of the words that I don't know. I, I mean, I can hum along and sometimes some of the words stick, but... I'm really I'm more focused on the production. So that's the hard part. So yeah, it kind of <laughs> runs. So everybody was like, you know, and I'm trying to, you know, how do I get more people interested in this podcast and something that, you know, at times could be a little bit more visual. Yeah, because like people like to see people perform music and everything like yeah. that. And we're in an age where people are watching video of an audio podcast, and to me, that's like foreign because like, mm. why would you want to? Why why do you want to watch someone talk to someone? That's why I don't like Joe Rogan. Mm. Like I can't listen to his podcast. I don't. I don't like Joe Rogan in the first place. <laughs> and then Can I just ask why. Yeah, and then second of all, I can't. Why would I want to watch someone sitting in front of a microphone yeah. talking about something so you can sort of see what they're doing with their hands? Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, you're you're not you're not hearing once again where we come back. What I've been talking about is so you're not hearing the message. You're not hearing what they're actually saying. You're concentrating on. Whomever you're concentrating about Elon Musk and that fucking nut job of a guy, you know, smoking God, whatever, and then getting high and then trying to make a sentence. You're visually watching that. But are you actually listening about what Elon Musk is saying? And in my opinion, I don't like Elon Musk. Whatever. He's a fucking crackpot. Whatever. He might be intelligent or whatever, but he's a fucking well, crackpot. You know what but, I've you heard know. about a lot from a lot of engineers because mm-hmm. he's an engineer yeah. by trade. Uh, is that like he's very good at assembling teams so like he's very good at like drawing talent and putting it into action and rather than seeing him as this huge and I've heard that from several engineers. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. He's a good he's a good ringmaster. Yeah. He's a good leader of some of sorts. Right. Which is a good leader or he's, a good he's host. Extremely intelligent as well. Yeah. But uh but that's what I've heard. I, I right. think I think I, I think he's awesome. I just I just I mean that's why, fine. Why, yeah. do you, why do you not like Joe Rogan? Just I just kidding. I just think Joe Rogan is just a t- giant tool. 
<laughs> I, it's just me. I and I no, can't listen. Okay. And, and I can't and I can't listen to his podcast. And I can't watch him interview someone in his podcast because I just I feel like podcast is about audio and podcasting mm. is about listening. And again, it, maybe it's just from the background I'm at. Yeah. Um. And it, and if you like Joe Rogan, it's not. It's right. whatever. That's cool. Like, there's a lot of things that I I don't like, and I have reasoning behind it than just like, oh, I don't like this. Whatever. Right. It, it doesn't it, just it, stop. Yeah. There. No. There's like it's just like stuff. I. I don't I don't I I think at the end of the day and a lot of podcasts and this is how it's hard for me to do it because a lot of podcasts you know are a lot of people are like you are are someone like you that have their own equipment and they 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 go to a, a location and then they just have a couple microphones and people talking and that's great and people like that and I thoroughly enjoy doing this and I have I've had a wonderful time speaking with you to, uh, tonight but um I'm coming from the world of like there there are things that are officially built around this. So like I'm trying to get this this professional sounding product in a professional mindset in a world that is not set up with rules. Radio has rules and regulations right. and everything and podcasting is anybody. Right. Anybody that has access to a microphone that can upload to iTunes and it's right there. And it's it's a giant scene. I am a tadpole in the ocean. Right. Of of podcasting, and that's what it is. But I'm coming from a world where you know there's rules and regulations and professionalism, and it's all about the sound and the audio and everything. Yeah. So I try not to put on an episode where it has that like low like hiss in the background right. or hum or things like that. Like I make sure that I don't want to listen to that. I want to make sure the people you know can listen to the microphones. There's a pop filter and everything, so you don't hear. Yeah. Right, right. That the entire day while I try to. Well, well, at least I have that. I, 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 I'm actually trying to figure out why I have a fucking ground issue with this fucking thing. Yeah, and and I just don't know. So, right, like my last few episodes. Well, for a while now, it's just this, and it drives me nuts. Right, no, it has, and I don't know why that my audience is getting bigger it's weird to me that, right that because my podcast used to be very clear very crystal clear. i used to have my own studio right I had my own setup and i had the buttons with the beep 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 right, yeah. and stuff because because i wasn't good at my job and i relied on that as a crutch right because i wasn't good at what i was doing because i was just a musician who thought he could talk on a microphone turns out i was just a dipshit who was talking about his dick all the time but I got better, like any other skill. I developed it. And right now, I'm I I know I'm better than that. So, uh, I although I do have a soft spot for sound effects. I don't <laughs> like fart noises. I don't like. I mean, who doesn't like a good sound effect? But but you but, know. But yeah, but you do find that people will use that, and I'll be the first to admit it as an as a crutch. Mm -hmm. But it, it's a. It, I don't even remember what we're talking I'm about. A, I'm, I'm just, uh, at the end of the oh, day, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm You're a, talking about a produced, you, you, I'm that's a purist. I, I, but that's what I loved about right. your, your podcast is because it was like, because uh, you could tell there was like real production there. Mm -hmm. That's that's the first thing I noticed, which is what you're trying to show. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good thing. You were, <laughs> you're, uh, you, the way you cut songs into the conversation yeah. like like you end on a very poignant you know note you know like from your guests is like well and that's why i wrote my baby lives in mississippi and then right. and then you cut to the thing right and so i was like that's that's the first thing i noticed and you can tell that you have a radio background just from that alone um 
but but on the other side of that, I love the idea that um, that it's like a guerrilla fucking. It's like guerrilla warfare, and you can just be. And I get the I get the I get the luxury of being uh, able to play like these huge festivals where I get access to everyone and who anybody right. and i can just and and if they're down i can just be like hey fuck face you know and you know and do it and and that that to me is the most appealing part of it and i've sort of i've sort because i i did start with that mindset i was like i really want a really well produced thing because i did have segments and there was right. times there was games we had fun and it was always a good time but but it's very much been stripped down and simplified um more because I lost my studio and I live in Toledo now and right. this is what I got and I got a laptop and shit but uh, but it, 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 I love the idea of that uh, I'm playing South by Southwest here in the next uh, in March That's right. and and I'm so excited to go play first of all but I'm even more excited of running around with my mic and just putting it in people's faces and talking to these and that's, musicians and that's great and I that's just, what I also love about, radio, uh, about podcasting because we can go be Beyond right. what radio can do, right? Because there is limitations to that, to to this segment, uh, segment song, segment song, or however you want to structure it. And I totally respect that, and I respect what you do. Right. It, it but it, but to me, someone who's always lived on the fringe of things and yeah. always sort of like felt like they were looking at the party from the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> to me, like the idea of fucking kicking down a door and fucking be like i'm here bitches let's fucking party yeah that to me gives it gives me fucking the goosebumps right now right i just want to fucking just be out there and i love and i and i and i also love that and i just i come to the end of the day that i want to try to do my product as professional as i can because yeah. i would love to do more stuff i want to show the people that i currently it's, it's almost like i'm getting back at the man because i i feel like there are certain people that still don't understand what is going on to a day-to-day process of a person in their 20s to 30s about what's actually going on in their life than what they perceive and what they see and everything and i'm just tired of seeing all these people that come in get paid a lot more than i do come to a mediocre show and go home while i'm busting my ass to do a better product and it's a more quality product and i'm getting pennies for it like it's almost me somewhat getting back at them going you don't actually understand what's going on and that's 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 the world of the podcasting so if you want to have a successful podcast much like everything like i talked about if you want to be successful in anything you want to do you got to make sure you want to go outside your comfort zone and fucking do it but also at the same time be professional make sure you're not a fucking asshole doing it and also maybe not saying fuck a bunch of times because that's what (laughs) i'm doing but i'm very passionate about what i'm talking about so fuck um the point is you you want to make sure what you're doing you're 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 in it 100 percent. right just you do it you're and and if you hold yourself well and you're not a dick and and it sounds good and it looks good people will come yeah it's weird and and it doesn't have to be qual like the best sounding thing no that's just uh, me that's just no, me no, and my no. weird and, and yeah that, and that's beautiful because like that that's a I, I i i i definitely appreciate that still that whole that holding on to that because mm-hmm. That is, it, it is nice to be able to hear clearly what the other person is saying without the the host of the trivia night in the background being like, "Who's Rachel's best friend on Friends?" <laughs> and like, so, 
Is so, it Phoebe? <laughs> was it Phoebe? No, it was Monica. I, okay, I never watched Friends, so whatever. Uh, I only, I only sort, I always sort of watched Friends while growing up. So yeah, my wife is really into it, so I've seen it a few times, the entire thing. Uh, uh, I really like your idea of what you're saying about getting outside your comfort zone because right. comfort um, people become complacent and oh, people. Yeah become okay and that's when people start becoming okay with right. the the bullshit that they're enduring every day and unfortunately i i somewhat sometimes fall into that but but you but you know what here's here's the difference though there's people who are complacent and fall into that and just stay there you right. are looking to like i need to get out of this or i you or right. at least i need to figure it out for myself i'm in i'm in the rat of the maze and i want to get out of the maze i, feel I you, want man. cheese i feel you and, and yeah. so do you know what, I mean, cause for me, I guess it's kind of hard. I don't know because for me, like I, I had a hard time. I've had like a couple of part-time jobs in the last like four years. I've um, done the same. I've been at the but same like, job for I've, almost 10 years. Right. Like this August will be 10 years. That's, that's incredible. Which I is guess. insane to me. I, like it, for me, a job is like prison. And so either you become, either you become, uh, you become dead inside Right. Or you become a, a, a bum musician. Right. Or you become some a, a boss. And right. so that's that's where I had to that's where I had to get outside my comfort zone, even though I was sort of pushed out of my comfort zone because I got fired from my job because I was totally sucking at it. Because I didn't I hated it and right. okay. But there's nothing worse than coming home and telling your family that you lost your job and you're the only source of income at the time. And so, but it forced us to put our heads together and be like, okay, this is our skills. This is what we can do. Let's go do this. Implement it now. And so, no, that was very uncomfortable. That conversation, that that those few months of, of transitioning into becoming our own bosses. But it would, especially in Southern California, with a baby, and and you and you live three blocks from the beach, and you are paying that rent that of four three blocks away from the beach. Right. Um, that's a very scary situation and very very uncomfortable. But it made me so fucking strong about um, uh, confronting things that I'm scared of. And so now instead of veering away from those things, I tend to lean into it now. And, and, and that's only from, again, I was pushed into it, mm -hmm. but <laughs> nonetheless it happened. And, and that's it. And then over, since that office job, I got fired from that. I, I worked at UPS for like two months and that was an, I, I, that was last year when I first moved back here. I went and played South by Southwest for the first time. I came back. I'm not going back to UPS. So no, that, I'm out. I'm done. Uh, we're going to have to refigure. And, and I actually had to refigure out what we're going to do here again. And me and my wife started gigging again. She became an actress. And now she works at the Purple Rose Theater up in Chelsea, which is a very renowned theater. And Hell yeah. She's fucking, she's killing it. I don't know. She's just. Go your wife. Yeah, dude, she's the shit. Um, but yeah, and the Arts Commission here fucking funded our EP that just came out, 1018, available now at rainmystique.com. R e i n a m y s t i q u e dot com. I've said that a lot. Uh, anyways, um, but it, but but if you don't do that, if you don't put yourself out there, if you don't, even if you're forced out there, you don't run back to it. Like fucking live in it, lean into it. And use that as motivation to to fucking further yourself, further your family, whatever the situation is. You you have to fucking you have to fall on your ass. And, and I think I feel like there's a great theme here oh, on yeah. this podcast of falling on your ass and rebuilding. Oh yeah, and, and out of the rubble, 
rises the, <laughs> the so revolution. It's the Phoenix, the Phoenix idea, yes, the like, Phoenix like, mentality. It's exactly. it's it's all of that, and 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 I want to see more of that. Me Not too. only just in music, I just want to see that socially yes. from people. I just just stop putting everybody down. Support your friends. Support what you believe in. As long as it's not hurting anybody, as long as nobody's getting hurt about it, as long as you're not insulting a race of people, places, or things, or whatever, as long as you are passionate about something, be proud of it, wave your flag, be weird with it, and just go. Because we're all in this. We're all in the same goddamn boat. We're all from, you know, we're all trying to just... Get through life because life sucks some days, and and you know it's weird. And the government is fucking run by a fucking sociopath or whatever. And there's people that run the places and rub corporations that don't give a shit about you. So you give a shit about you and do it, and people will follow. I like that. I, yeah. I think that's a great place to end. Fantastic. Let, fuck it. Peapod. Yes, sir. Or Chris. Or so Chris, whatever. Chris Pod, whatever. Chris Pod. Yeah. Chris Pod. How, how can people uh, find on the radar? Okay. So here we go. Here comes the cheap plugs. Woo! Here we go. If you want to follow our podcast, it's the On the Radar Podcast. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash on the radar PC. Twitter is the same handle, on the radar PC. Instagram, on the radar podcast is all one word. Um, we are on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn, all the major podcast platforms. Um, I'd be remiss. We recently got a new gig with the guys out of New Noise Entertainment. Uh, so go check that out. That is an up and coming and rising music label and outlet uh, for all things music. Um, we do a podcast, the On the Radar podcast. Find that in your feeds. We got a whole mess of great acts available now. We've uh, we've done about 37 episodes to this date um, with great acts coming to, through, and from the greater Midwestern area. So go check that out. Don't listen to the very first one because um, <laughs> yeah. it was all weird and everything. No, I'm kidding. No, uh, listen to the first one. Listen to all of them or listen. find find some new music, support your friends, support local music, support independent, support Midwest. And uh, that'll be it. Go Bucks and uh, sports, <laughs> whatever. And go sports. And go sports. Um, I guess. Sure. Oh, uh, wait. A second. Just because you just mentioned something. Out. Oh, god damn it! I wanted to ask you about it specifically, yes. only from my own knowledge. But it's are you gonna ask me where did Peapod come from? No. Okay. Cool. No. Because I, I hate telling that story. No. Because it's, really, it, it's boring. Because it's boring. It doesn't like it was a random nickname I, in senior year of high school. I genuinely like. I, I generally don't care where people get their names, right. Unless it's like a really like something. Up name. Yeah. Yeah. It's like kill baby. Like, tur- like turtle fuck. Why'd yeah. you call yourself turtle? That's fuck? a very yeah. That's yeah, whatever. A, <laughs> no. God damn it. See, I wish I could remember what I was going to ask you because it, it's in pot. It, it pertains to the pot. Is podcast name? Oh, way, yeah, that's, okay. what, it, that's what it was. Um, it was so you guys been out for three years. Uh, do you guys Close do seasons years. then? No. Um, I, I just go, I just go episodic and, um, and I mean, I did, I did, I just go episode one, two, blah, blah, blah. Um, I did a best of 2018. Uh, I am toying with an idea of doing a more focal point of, uh, of conversation on one topic related to music. Um, so I'm going to probably slide those in and those going to be called something different. I'm not going to give away a name just yet. I'm still working out the details it's gonna be in the same feed it's gonna be in the same same feed it's just gonna be called something else uh, along with it it'll be on the radar podcast blank name insert name here yeah. one and then if I do it because I'm thinking about doing that quarterly so it'll be like on the radar podcast insert Sorry. the name 
two and like and doing that. It was an object of like getting previous guests doing a roundtable discussion about a subject of pertaining to music. And then I had kind of the idea of all these different people with all these walks of different music try to do a song together, but I'm tr- but I'm finding out that that's gonna actually be super difficult to do. <laughs> so unfortunately, because if I have all these people from all different bands all trying to jam at the same time, that it, it you can't do that in one evening. So I might actually end up dropping that idea, which is unfortunate, but I'd still like to try to do that on a future time. But um, yeah, I we we talk about it's music and performances coming to through and from the greater Midwestern areas, um, recorded in Toledo, Ohio. Go check us out wherever you get your podcast from. Awesome, Peapod. Thank you very much. Thank sir. you, brother. All right. Thank you, Peapod. I really appreciate you beating me in that uh, cavernous library conference room. The uh, the echoes are so deep there that, uh, I don't know, I have nothing. My son woke me up way too early. I worked my dick off last night, and now uh, I, I couldn't sleep until 6, and now here I am. It's 10, and uh, I'm just running on fumes and caffeine. So, anyways... <laughs> write the show at we speak english good at gmail.com you can check out the non-barren wasteland that is the we speak english good podcast oh my god wow see that's what i'm talking about the we speak english good.net website that my lovely wife rebuilt reconfigured and made into a very clickable and scrollable good time Okay. Uh, <laughs> share the podcast. Leave a review on iTunes. You can, uh, you know, tell your friend about it or something. I don't know. Something similar to what I said at the top of the show. Maybe. I don't know. Never mind. Okay. We're just going to go now. This has gone on long enough. Thanks again to Peapod for coming on the show. And, uh, and uh, oh, yeah. One more thing. Go to randommystique.com and buy the album or listen to it on Spotify. 1018 it is available now. R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Okay. I almost said okay, bitches, but <laughs> I refrain, except I just said that right now. Anyways, I didn't say it in the context that I was naturally going to say it, so it doesn't count. Okay, bitches. Be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. I'll see you guys next week. Or Friday. I'll see you Friday, hopefully, with a new solo cast. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. Blah, blah, blah. Fresh.